0: to Avant-Garde Book Storytime. I'm Cherie Hardy, and I'm so grateful that you are listening. Thank you, and I would like to get started with part two of Amanda Gorman, Inspiring Hope with Poetry. This book was written by Dr. Artica R. Tyner. If you have it, you can follow along with me, but if you don't, it's quite okay. Get in a very, very comfortable place, and get relaxed, and listen quietly to... Amanda Gorman, Inspiring Hope with Poetry, Part 2. Building the Future Gorman's natural talent cannot be denied. Her words move people to action, inspiring different communities to get involved in shaping the future. She describes poetry as being inherently political. Poetic words have the power to build bridges between people across differences. Gorman also believes that poetry is shaped by who gets to have their stories told. So she decided to make her poems reflect the voices of everyday people. She hopes to share both their triumphs and their setbacks. Gorman wants to help to expand the power of poetry beyond just the privileged and powerful. She wants to include the voices of the marginalized and oppressed. Fannie Lou Lou Hamer. Gorman finds inspiration in freedom fighters such as Fannie Lou Hamer. Hamer paved the way for equal voting rights in the U.S. She protested, marched, and organized voter registration drives. She was brutally beaten and jailed on numerous occasions for her advocacy, but she proved unstoppable against enormous adversity. As a black woman, Hamer was excluded from serving as a delegate delegate for the Democratic Party. This meant she and other black members had no say in the party's platform or priorities. Hamer's goal was to ensure black people could participate in her party's decision-making. In 1964, she co-founded the Mississippi Freedom Democratic Party. The organization challenged the exclusion of Black participation in the state's existing Democratic Party. She led her party to the Democratic National Convention, where they aimed to be recognized as an official delegation. President Lyndon B. Johnson tried to ensure their voices would not be heard. He held a televised press conference during Hamer's speech, but Hamer found another way. Later that evening, her speech was broadcast across the nation through every major network. The whole nation heard her plea for black people to be treated as first-class citizens and being able to exercise their right to vote. The authentic nature of Gorman's storytelling earned her invitation to speak at the White House during the Obama administration. She has also performed for key leaders such as former Vice President Al Gore, former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton, activist Malayla Yousafzai, and others. Gorman recited for national audiences at the Library of Congress in Washington, DC, and the Lincoln Center in New York City. She has also performed her poems on primetime television. In 2019, she appeared on CBS This Morning for its July 4th Independence Day celebration where she performed her poem, Believer's Hymn, for the Republic. She appeared on the show's Thanksgiving celebration the following year. Malayla Yousafzai Amanda once performed her poetry at an event for Malayla Yousafzai. The two women share a commitment to making a difference. They also inspired other young people to take a stand for justice. When she was just a teenager, Malayla advocated for girls to have access to education in her home country, of Pakistan and around the world. But her voice was not welcomed at the time. The Taliban, a militant group in control of her area of the country, did not want girls to get an education. Malayla was shot for her public advocacy. She survived and recovered. She became even more determined to make sure every girl can reach her dreams. In 2014, she founded the Malayla Fund, a nonprofit focused on girls' empowerment. She also received the Nobel Peace Prize in recognition for, of her hard work. She was the youngest ever Nobel Laureate Honor. Gorman has received prestigious awards in recognition of her art, In 2016, she earned a National Silver Medal for Novel Writing from Scholastic. She She was also awarded numerous other Scholastic Art and Writing Awards, including Gold and Silver Key Awards, for her work in categories such as Essay, Flash Fiction, and Poetry. In 2017, she received a Genius Award from OZY, a media company. She was also honored at the Glamour Magazine 2018 College Women of the Year Awards. In 2021, Gorman became a household name after reciting The Hill We Climb at a presidential inauguration and on national television programs. She was the sixth and youngest poet at the age of 22 to deliver a poetry reading at the event. The Hill We Climb was later published as a book celebrity, and media mogul. Oprah Winfrey wrote the books forward and interviewed Gorman on TV. Winfrey thanked Gorman for bringing hope and joy to the nation during difficult times. As her words washed over us, they healed our wounds and resurrected our spirits, Winfrey wrote. Gorman was called to use her powerful words to honor three different changemakers during 2021. Super Bowl. As as the country navigated the COVID-19 pandemic and ongoing calls for racial justice, Gorman sought to honor those who were resilient and courageous in the face of adversity. In her poem, Chorus of Captains, she praised the undeniable strength and determination of three heroes, Los Angeles teacher, Tremaine Davis, Florida nurse manager, Susie Dorner, and Marine veteran, James Martin. She celebrated their accomplishments in community building while challenging others to rise to the occasion. Woman's reading was a groundbreaking moment. It was the first time poetry was performed at the Super Bowl. She changed history by bringing poetry into new spaces. She showed that poetry can bring healing, unity, and transformation anywhere. As her fame grew, Gorman graced the cover of many magazines. In addition to a well-known activist, she has become a fashion icon. After the inauguration, many commented on her striking yellow coat and red headband she had worn for her performance. Later in 2021, she was featured in Porter Magazine and on the cover of legendary fashion magazine, Vogue. Her interview with Michelle Obama was in Time Magazine. In addition to The Hill We Climb, an inaugural poem for the country, Gorman published two other books in 2021. Her children's book, Change Sings, A Children's Anthem, aimed to remind readers that when we work together, we can all make a change. Another poetry collection, Call Us What We Carry, was published in December, Dare to Dream. Gorman keeps chasing her dreams since she was a little girl, she has made justice the center of her writing. Gorman believes that poets can play important roles in activism. Their role is to make sure the voices of people are heard. Never underestimate the power of art as the language of the people, Gorman says. Gorman uses her poetry to highlight issues impacting real people. It is her way to draw attention to pleas for justice and freedom that often go unheard. One of the issues she is passionate about is environmental justice. Gorman is committed to protecting the planet. Through her poetry, she reminds people that they do not need to wait for someone else to preserve their communities. Instead, she encourages her audience to take action and build a better future themselves. This could begin with organizing a recycling drive or planting a tree. Gorman also advocates for others who experience speech impediment. One day, a fan connected with her on Instagram. The fan said she struggled to say the word world because the R and L sounds are close together. She said that Gorman's speech at the presidential inauguration had inspired her. In response, Gorman reflected on how things had changed since her speech at the inauguration. That was me until two years ago. You don't have to be able to say world to be able to change it, she said. She reminded her fan that this place needs your one and only voice. Gorman provides this type of encouragement to all her fans and supporters. Her performance tore down barriers and demonstrated the importance of each person using their own unique voice. Another issue Gorman is passionate about is racial justice. In 2020, she appeared on PBS Kids to share strategies for children to talk about race and work to end racism. She described a learning journey where we all can learn about one another and embrace our differences. In 2021, she challenged racism publicly after she was followed by a security guard on her walk home. Gorman said that the guard had told her she looked suspicious and doubted that she truly lived in her apartment building. She used this incident as an opportunity to call out bias, stereotypes, and prejudice. Her goal is to teach children to stand up for what is right by treating all people fairly, no matter the color of their skin. Racial Justice Young people have historically been at the forefront of movements for social change. In the 1960s, the youth of the civil rights movement inspired others to get involved. They marched in the streets, staged sit-ins at lunch counters, and protested against injustice. Young people also founded the Student Nonviolent Coordinating Committee, SNCC, to advance civil rights. The group organized voter registration drives, bus boycotts, and sit-ins to integrate lunch counters. Future Congressional Representative John Lewis co-founded the SNCC and served as its chair from 1963 to 1966. Gorman is part of what many see as a modern-day Black Renaissance, similar to the Harlem Renaissance of the early early 20th century. A renaissance is a special movement in history when artists use their skills to reimagine and recreate the world. Along with other Black artists, Gorman uses the arts to promote positive change. Arts are a way for people to share their culture and experiences, whether through fashion, photography, or spoken word. Gorman says, we're living in an important moment in Black art because we're living in an important moment in Black life whether that's looking at what it means politically to have an an African-American president before Trump, or looking at what it means to have the Black Lives Movement, the largest social movement in the United States. Her twin sister is part of this renaissance, too. She decided to focus on bringing her ideas and creativity to the big screen as an award-winning filmmaker. Gorman's story is still being written. Her voice is changing the world. She describes herself as the skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother who can dream of being president one day, only to find herself reciting for one. She has her eyes on the White House and declared she intends to be president in 2036. As a leading voice in the fight for justice, Gorman has already made a lasting impact. Harlem Renaissance The Harlem Renaissance started in 1918 and lasted almost two decades. It demonstrated the power of artists, other creatives, in shaping history. Some wrote poetry while others played jazz or created paintings. Artists such as James Walden Johnson, Langston Hughes, Claude McKay, and Zora Neale Hurston shared the rich cultural heritage of the black community and promoted cultural pride. They drew the history of the black community to the forefront of the American experience. The artistic expression of the Harlem Renaissance showed black people defining themselves. Before then, many, black, many images of black people in the media were merely racist stereotypes. The Renaissance also helped to lay the groundwork for the civil rights movement of the 1950s and 60s the arts gave the Black organizers' tools for mobilizing political engagement and activism. Alright, that was the end, boys and girls. Here are just a few important days in Amanda Gorman's life. In 1998, she was born in Los Angeles, California. In 2014, she is named the Youth Poet Laureate of Los Angeles. She publishes her first book of poetry. In 2015, Gorman publishes a second book of poetry, The One for Whom Food Is Not Enough. In 2016, she founds a nonprofit, One Pen, One Page, that focuses on promoting literacy and justice through youth creative writing programs. She is named the first National Youth Poet Laureate of the United States while attending Harvard University. In 2020, she graduates from Harvard University with a degree in sociology. 2021, She shares her poem, The Hill We Climb, at Biden's presidential inauguration. She publishes three books, children's book and two poetry books. And she becomes the first poet to recite a poem at the Super Bowl. Wow. Well, boys and girls, this important biography, again, is called Amanda Gorman, Inspiring Hope with Poetry. It was written by Dr. Artica R. Tyner. I hope you learned something, boys and girls. And never forget to use your voice for positive change. Have a beautiful day. Take care.